Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right, that means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. If we're calling off the funeral, then I'm calling for a hitchin'. Just when I thought that it was over, it was only just beginning. So, uh, Kevin, how uh, we, we talked a couple weeks ago, I think, about uh, your end-stage Boston adventures. Uh, how are those going? Uh, they're going great. They're are, uh, doing a lot of things that I liked, um, again, for the last time. And there are also some things that I'm, I'm doing for the, the first time that are kind of traditional Boston things to do. But I'm like, hey, I actually never, I never went there. Um, so one of those things this weekend was I went to Mike's Pastry, who invented the cannoli, and uh, <laughs> and Tom Brady invented football. And I looked at the spread, and I saw a tiramisu that was calling to me. But I was like, I'm at Mike's Pastry. I have to get the cannoli. So I got the cannoli, and I'll never know if I made the right decision. But wanted you to, did uh, make the right decision. You oh, now okay. know. I mean, so so that raises several interesting questions, and. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna talk a little more about this idea of like the the place that has a signature item and whether you're supposed you know, quote unquote, supposed to get that or not. But like, you know, we might be able to dispense with the first question, which is, did you make the right decision by saying, if you liked it, you made the right decision. Like that's that's a thing that we that's pretty good. You know, I, I've I've referenced this on the show before, uh, but. Uh, uh, Back before he was canceled for for maybe being a bit of a creep, uh, Aziz Ansari wrote a book about uh, modern romance, and and one of the chapters was essentially dedicated to the idea that uh, uh, we have sort of become obsessed with uh, reviews and and getting the best version of a thing and and constantly sort of making sure that we made the right decision and I think uh, n- like not to uh, I don't think this short circuits the whole conversation about whether you're supposed to get the signature item uh, but to some extent like I think we should step back and remember that if you got something that you liked you did good you only really yeah. made the wrong decision if you got something that you actively disliked I, sure know. i guess it's just more of like i think there's a, a balance between that and being a, an intel or a, a consumer with tastes and doesn't just get everything that's force-fed to you and sure yeah mm-hmm. i mean there there is also a component here of uh and i think there is there's a hype factor i think of the the cronut like the original cronut Ooh. and everything where the reason I bring this up is I have been to Mike's before for a cannoli and in a vacuum if you thought it tasted good and was enjoyable it was worth it but when you have these places that are known for this key product um there is there is only so much of it and or the line you have to wait in adds to that non-vacuum of okay was this it quite 
actually was it worth the wait? I mean, I think of you know pick pick your uh, favorite famous barbecue place. It is a similar concept of like, all right, if they only have barbecue chicken left here, which is not what I came for, do I still get it? Or if I came for the cannoli, I'm not getting the tiramisu. But then on some level, aren't you asking a separate question, whether, which is whether the right decision is not what you got, but to go there in the first place? I don't know. Like, I think those are, I think those are separate issues. Yeah. I mean, when, if a place is known for a certain product, I feel like, was it, was it worth going there is part and parcel was, was it worth going there to get that thing? And I guess, I guess to kind of take a step back, the really the, the situation I had was like after, after I had the canola, I wasn't like, Oh, did I make the right decision? It was when I was at the shop, it was like, which one do I get? Like, the tiramisu sounds is what I want, or like that's what's sounding amazing right now. But the place is known for the cannoli, mm, and that okay. also sounds good. But like if you if I didn't know that it was the home of the cannoli, I would have gotten the tiramisu. <laughs> you know yeah, if, if I waited in line for four hours at Franklin's Barbecue, and when I got to the front, all I ordered was a side of coleslaw, how would I determine if that was worth the wait? You're suggesting that that does this play at all, or is it irrelevant? No, no, I think that's I think what that's. I want. I think that's good, Max, because, um, you know, I've certainly discussed before on, like... I just have I, to take I, us out of Boston before people say things that make my, my fists... No, 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 that's, that's a reasonable <laughs> thing, because I, I think that that is an example of where, like, fundamentally, if you get up to the front of the line at Franklin's and all that's left is coleslaw, first of all, they've probably closed the shop down at that point. Uh, yeah. But but if by some if if by some fluke freak of nature they haven't, that shop is fundamentally that place is fundamentally not the place that you went to. Mm-hmm. Mike's if Mike's has you know eighty percent of its inventory still available to you, but they've run out of cannolis for the day. I don't know that that's like f- a fundamentally different. I, I, I'm not tr- I'm not trying is. to keep it in in Boston, but like. <laughs> Uh, wh- no, I, I, that I was feels like a real. To order the coleslaw. That feels like a broadside at all of Mike's other non-cannoli products. Does and it they're, not? And they're all. They're not very good. <laughs> well, so I think the thing I think of with that Max is is we're kind of saying like, if it is in the same ballpark of products, it's like, is it fair to still apply my my take, my judgment of this place? Um, based off of like, I didn't have their their prestigious their flagship product. If I go to a brewery that is is known for their IPA, and I end up having to have like, um, I don't know, just a pale ale or or um, you know an amber ale, can I still be like, all right, I am still able to judge this based off of that because I've also had a meat product from this meat place. Right. But coleslaw, like that's not that's not really fair, um, you know. If if I'm waiting for the the uh, the bus, like a metro bus, and all of a sudden a horse pulls up and it's got the metro <laughs> logo on the side, I'm not going to be like, "Damn this metro, it's terrible service." It's like, no, this driver is used to uh, wheeled vehicles, not uh, legged ones. And, and at any point, is your like this is maybe some sort of bizarre archaic scam alert going off? 
If there's a horse with the <laughs> Metro logo, presumably either painted, tattooed, or branded on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, but but yes, the I think the the point is is correct that there's a, a much smaller gap between, uh, certainly between IPA and amber ale than there is between brisket and coleslaw. Yeah. And I I think I tend to believe that there is also a markedly smaller gap between cannoli and tiramisu or like Mm -hmm. you know brisket and obviously there's a much smaller gap between say brisket and chicken than there is between brisket and coleslaw yeah so so my gut with this is that obviously like sean said it's fine to order whatever you want for some reason if i went to a place and didn't get the flagship and i didn't like it i would feel like i had to go back and try the flagship before i told people that place wasn't good but if i did go to the Ooh. and got something different and still really liked it i would be like oh yeah like that place lives up like if i went we to did. franklin's and i want i think they're known for brisket and i was like and i got the chicken and it was delicious i'd be like yeah franklin's is awesome cuz i mean if i if i still enjoyed it that's great but if i didn't like it i think i'd feel weird being like oh franklin's didn't live up to the hype cuz it's like the hype is for the brisket <laughs> Yeah, I I can get behind that for sure. Wow, it it only took like what, like six years, and Max came up with a good rule. Like, man, he's he's really he's really catching on to our. Well, especially here. with the, the breweries, because I mean, not that I can think of that many breweries that are specifically known for a type of beer, but I'm sure there's plenty of them. Certainly in in, in Europe and stuff. But uh, there, that's there's an there's where... one you've driven to multiple times in in uh, in Treehouse, right? Well, yeah, that's true. And and you also live near Vermont, and it's like you know, it is. I don't know if you're aware, Max, but New England is the home of the IPA. That's why they call them <laughs> the, New England name, IPAs. You're naming that like barely make any other products. Like, well, also I mean, this this is a product that Max prefers. He prefers IPAs, or it's one of his top preferences. But that's also a good point because there there's like a difference. There is also a difference between a place that has kind of a specialty item and a place that more or less focuses on one item but nominally mm-hmm. has a couple other products because it's maybe a weird look it's maybe kind of tough to be a functioning business in america today and sell literally one thing mm-hmm. yes yeah treehouse makes other types of beers and their well, stouts so- are very good the flagship product at some pizza places in Berkeley, California, is that there's only one flavor of pizza you can get that day. So, oh yeah, the the um, <laughs> the place from uh, Inside Out. But can you get it like half and half? <laughs> yes, no. you can get it one half that day's pizza and another can, half that day's pizza. You can pick off the toppings. Anyways, to Max's what I will say rule, which is which I think is good, is like you you can't say a place is bad until you've had their their flagship which i think is really nice it, it is kind of absolute but i you can I, say the thing you got is bad you can't yeah. i don't think you can say the place is not worth the hype if the hype was for something you didn't try <laughs> well uh, but what if what if the what if the thing you order is actually pretty good but like the waiter comes by halfway through and spits on your plate like i feel pretty confident that there are exceptions to this Listen, we don't know what's been going on in that well, person's day, and we should really practice some empathy. You know, here. like you're you're sitting you're sitting out on a, a lovely deck with a beautiful view overlooking, uh, you know, I don't know, 
you're in Miami and you're overlooking Biscayne Bay and it's great until you know <laughs> right before the, the dessert course before the dessert course the owner comes and pushes you over the railing into the bay like at that point i feel pretty confident that you know you can say the place was bad even if you didn't order the cuban sandwich yeah well and did less... he say before he tipped you over that it was because <laughs> you didn't order the cuban <laughs> but i i do feel like there's a a side thing to that where like I feel like when there's a place that you might frequent or, or really really like that has a flagship product but like you might be in the, the hipster mode of it where it's like well you know the places people come for the pasta but like secretly the pizza is like the better the better option there so, so I do want to take a step away here from from food to to something that I think maybe all of us have it no I probably not Kevin but um I think the other three of us have at least once in our lives had a pair of Allbirds shoes. So Allbirds is basically known for very simple shoes. Their flagship product is a wool upper and then a rubber sole shoe. And like, I don't know when they first came out, but like it was a product that a lot of people got for the, the not a lot of branding and the renewable, sustainable materials and everything else. But one thing that I do want to bring up here because max has had multiple pairs i've had one pair sean you had a pair but in thinking of flagship products and being able to judge a place you got some high top shoes from them and i i I wonder importantly mm -hmm. more importantly because i i I get where you're going with this okay good um not only did i have high tops and not low tops i had the the tree uh, mm-hmm. The tree product, which is is not, Vegan. it's not a wool upper, it's still a wool, in it's like still wool insole, oh, which is yes. weird. Okay, I, not so, vegan. So so and and what I can what I feel confident saying, is that I am a person who has an issue with, uh, I don't know what the uh, clinical term for sweaty ass feet is. <laughs> New Orleans um, foot, but, hydrosis. But I'm I'm going to call it shouldn't buy fucking wool shoes itis. Uh, so I, even the like I know that Allbirds were not for me, even though I didn't try them because mm-hmm. I had problems with my feet sweating just in wool soled shoes, and so getting wool uppered shoes would have been really dumb for me. I also feel like Allbirds. Like their flagship product is shoes. If Sean had gone to Allbirds and bought a shirt, which they started <laughs> selling, they do make yeah. shirts yes. now. That's a really that's like I like, think that's and, a better and maybe point. Maybe you're convincing me that like it's it's Mike's pastry. It's not called Mike's cannoli, and yes, it's famous for cannoli, but they have lots of pastries. Home maybe of the cannoli, Mike's and got a balloon. <laughs> I don't, they probably sell something else. They probably yeah, have a, and a I bought a of magazine. It was you weird. Bought, yeah, you buy a Coca Cola and it's flat, and you're like, Mike's is terrible. It's like, well, yeah, they probably shouldn't have stocked flat Coca Cola, but you know. And and this brings up a thing. We're, we're actually gonna. I I just realized this, so we're gonna take this to maybe a larger and more thoughtful uh, kind of perspective. Is you know, Allbirds, things like Everlane, um, Dollar Shave Club, uh, Harry's these direct-to-consumer brands they kind of start with they have a signature product and that's all they sell 
And so now you have stuff like face wash or t-shirts or um, in Everlane, they're, they're adding shoes, whereas Allbirds is adding clothes. And I, this is something I think about is like, all right, if they're selling high top shoes, maybe that's tiramisu to the um, cannoli. But when these when these brands that are really associated with one product, when they go, hey, I, I make razor blades, um, I'm also going to sell hats. Is that the coleslaw territory, or can I still assume that they are making a similarly qualityed product? Qualityed? We're going to use I, that. I don't think you should assume quality, but that it goes back to what I was saying earlier, which is that it's really flipping hard to make a successful business in America or probably any other country uh, in in 2021 and keep it consistently performing well while selling one product you you have at some point you have to have a, a bit of a differentiated experience if you want to bring in a larger crowd because people's desires and preferences are differentiated and so I, you know I, I think that uh, and I think that the my my Allbirds example maybe is is instructive in a in a way for this because like one of the things we talked about before we started recording is like you know and, and even while we've been talking is like do you have to go get the the signature product and like the answer is you shouldn't get something that you know is not going to be good for you whether it's wool upper shoes or whether it's coleslaw or tiramisu or the the hat that your shaving cream company sells you should never get the hat that your shaving cream company sells if you do that you're a sucker and i don't need you in my life um but you know <laughs> so I, am I saying goodbye to Pierce now forever? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't. I don't know. That, I'm not going to see if they sell hats or not because if they do, we'll all be kind of sad. But like you know, if you if you go to a brewery and you know that they're known for IPAs, but you don't drink IPAs, don't get an IPA. It doesn't make. It doesn't make your experience at the brewery invalid. It makes it hard for you to pass a value judgment on that brewery if you're talking to someone else who you know likes IPAs. But if you go to a brewery that's known for its IPAs and you get a stout because you drink stouts, you're probably pretty qualified to pass judgment on that brewery to someone else who likes stouts. Yeah, yeah and I think you you should kind of think i mean if you show up to this place and you don't like that thing and then you come and you're upset that they don't you know branch out into other products also it's like well you know it that's that's you're not their target audience maybe like you're not going to go to a history focused trivia session and you are a pop culture and music focused person and you're not gonna be like the questions they asked were terrible i couldn't do well it's like you're not the target you're not the target audience right it's um, not a good idea for you to go to Katz's Deli in New York if you are a vegan that would be a very silly thing to do 
but <clears throat> I mean, I, I I do think that with the the flagship thing, I, I do think that they are good. They are good barometers, even if. Mike's pastry is really just Mike's cannoli. I think having that barometer is good because I don't know if if a place doesn't have the flagship product, um, you know, their low tops, their their razor blades, their um, their cannoli. You kind of go there, and what's your compass? What's your wayfinder? And and it does make it it does make it easier, which is to say, it's good if they have a hyped uh, product. Yeah, I think that. It, there we have too many choices in general, and if we can have have choices taken away, I think that that is that is good. Like, or even if you consider flagship products for um, for cities, like I don't know if I go to Chicago, I'll probably want to get a deep dish pizza, even if I don't know what I want. I think I think it just makes it easier in the whole vast like world of things to to buy to have to have that compass. I mean, yeah, but you you should get a. You should get a deep dish pizza in Chicago over getting like fish. But I don't know if I think you have viable other choices too. Like you could get an Italian beef, you could get a Chicago style hot dog. Like there are there are several ways for you to accomplish the end of of being able to say, "Hey, I tried I, sh- I tried the Chicago food." Um, but I I think there's a Maybe maybe I'm wrong, or maybe I'm being a little too narrow in how I think about this, but I think there's a pretty big difference between a place having, like, a a signature product or, or like, a specialty thing and the hype products. You know, I, there there is... I think That's the way di- we consume things now. We consume with opinions. Did you have it if you didn't share it? I... I Yes, you. Uh, yeah, you did. But like, there's, well, we, there's we, some... we're doing this as Kevin discusses the cannoli he had from the the, the hype cannoli place. But I, I see, I see your point. I see but, your point. But there's there's a difference between that and once you start getting into like the you know the Corona stratosphere, like that that is a a very different item. That does mm-hmm. like a whole different you know whole different stratosphere of items from like you know the whatever the the best beer at your local brewery is i i will give in i will give an example i think that is somewhat maybe it's attractive maybe it's not but like there's a there is a butcher and baker in atlanta and on sundays they have like 100 cheeseburgers and they're available starting at 11 a.m and they sell them until they sell out some weeks they don't sell all of them i think now they do sell all of them because it was a good product and it became a hyped product and so you know they post about them people post about getting it there are many articles written about these these uh these cheeseburgers i don't know if i said cheeseburger but um i went i'm on a friday which that's they only sell them on sundays and i went and had a porchetta sandwich now a butcher and baker is a can i apply the same thing yes um but what i've noticed now and it's a very good sandwich and now they only sell them on Saturdays and it has, and this is fine, like good for them, but it's now become a good product that I guess now is a hyped product because they only sell it the one day and they announce that they're selling it that one day a week. And I don't know, I think it's a, I think it's an interesting interplay and maybe it is one leads to the other, but it is kind of unavoidable in some ways now. I think part of what, I, as I'm interrogating my own 
point of view on this. I think maybe what I'm describing is just like different uh, sort of different levels of hype because what you're talking about, Pierce, is is something that is inherently it's hyped, but it's hyped within a fairly small community. I had yeah. not heard of Mike's Pastry before today, ever in my life. Um, but we've all heard of the Cronut, even though none of us have ever lived in New York, and I'm pretty confident that none of us have had one, right? I actually just yeah. Googled it. I, had no, I didn't know what, you, what that is. Yeah, I've never. Heard uh, there, there are imitations all, all over the place now. But sure, yeah, sure. I mean, kind of yes, of course. Donut. It's more of a, well, it's a croissant textured donut. Hmm. But, uh, but those, those things, there, there are certain things like that that catch a, a level of like viral hype that that grows their reach far beyond the reach of your local place that sells the cheeseburger one day a week you know mm -hmm. what i mean that that's i think that's what i'm thinking of when i talk about well like when i say there's a difference between signature products and hyped products yeah and and there's a bit of like is this thing good in and of itself or is it scarce and popular yeah which it, i think that those are those are different those are different things like they're probably they're i mean cronuts apparently are, are also very good but they are limited like they are limited there's only a number that they can sell every every day i mean same thing with a barbecue place or, or whatever else whereas l bean backpacks they're probably not gonna run out of them on a given day Un unless there's a year and a half long global pandemic that's uh, you know that affects supply chains around the world and is needlessly prolonged by lots of people perhaps clustered in one place uh, one country are are stubborn about being idiots about it that's something that, but that's something that would that. never happen yeah, though that would never happen would you call that our flagship product <laughs> honestly in 2021 uh, coronavirus stupidity yes I think that is I think there's a decent argument to be made. Uh, that 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 is uh, America's signature product today. Fuck, that's grim. Yeah, and it's uh, it's, it's pretty hyped too. It, unfortunately, <laughs> it is not in limited demand. There oh, are way too many boy. of those. Well, that's all right. Now that now that we're taking this dark turn, I feel like that's probably our our signal to to uh, register final thoughts. Uh, and then we can, and then we can move on to our signature product. So, so before before we do that, uh, anybody have anything they want to close out this discussion with? Um, I mean, I I like Max's overall rule, which is like you kind of owe it to yourself to try the signature product if it's something that you are okay consuming, be it a commercial product or a food product. Um, before you kind of make your your ultimate judgment on a place, I think that that's that's probably good. And if you don't drink sours and they specialize in sours, like it's probably just not you're you're maybe not the person who should register an opinion on that. Yeah, we'll have to have a, a follow up pod on if you get the product at the signature location, because then you're starting to think like he said, you know, Kevin said deep dish pizza in Chicago. So if you go to Chicago and try one, but then people are like, oh, you didn't go to the right, you know, you had to go oh. to Lou Malnati's and you didn't. Like, I'm curious if that, I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, considering I think of Guinness and the fact that they don't actually brew beer at their signature location. Um, so, like, how, how does how does that work? Well, like, you have to get a cannoli in, in Boston, and then someone goes to Bova's, and someone else says, you got to go to Mike's or Modern. It's like, the, you know, there's rival cannoli places. And if you only try one, can you really say they're uh, overhyped? I don't know. See, but, it, but if we do, cheese yeah, steak wars. we're, we're going to have to start talking about Philly, and I, I don't want to do that. So let's let's just cut this off right now and, and, okay. and move to <clears throat> what is unquestionably our flagship product on this podcast, uh, Pierce is sorry. What are you apologizing for today? Speaking of Philadelphia, I would like to talk about, um, actually does, does Comcast still own NBC or do they, does that? Uh, Yes, they do. Okay. All right. So, um, speaking of American excellence, the Olympics are going on right now. Um, last week in my household, there was an interest in watching, um, some of the, the trials for the hurdles because um, the the person who one of the people in the hurdles went to school around here um, in Atlanta and you know known quantity wanted to watch it so <clears throat> I go to one of my NBC apps I go to the Peacock one and I'm like all right let's let's watch the Olympics so after cycling through Kenny Maine who diminishing returns on him just telling really awkward bad dad jokes and and a lot of nbc is doing that could not find it um i went to the nbc live could not really find it i think i went to another app finally i happened upon the the nbc sports app which seems to have it and you know i apologized in my household because i could not figure it out where it was and and replays had to be watched or whatever but I am very sorry to all the people who work at NBC Sports and are not going to be able to continue working because all in on Peacock, which is not a very good service. It is difficult to navigate. And like the things that say, hey, here are the Olympics and hey, here's live is like a weird limited amalgamation. And I am someone who's pretty savvy in this, who has not had cable for a while and knows how these app works. And it sucks. And I think of the soccer that is going to start in like, two weeks or something the premier league and if it's all going to be on peacock in the future it really sucks and i'm probably their target consumer and i may just opt out because it is not intuitive and it is not fun and i think some people that are really good at their jobs are not going to be doing them anymore because of this um you know worship at the altar of the over the top service and it's it's not it's not good i i don't know who benefits from this except for the Comcast executives in Philadelphia. Well, I don't know if you know this, uh, but those are the only people that the Comcast executives in Philadelphia give a shit about. So uh, well, I do, don't, I do, I don't do expect know conditions to improve anytime soon on that front. Yes. The beatings will continue until morale improves. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, uh, let, let's let's wrap up with a big idea from pop culture. And uh, I think appropriate on on a day where we're talking about uh, things that uh, generate hype, uh, you know, one of one of the big ways that something like the Cronut becomes a viral sensation is through social media. And so it feels appropriate uh, that I, I happened across an article on uh, Medium called. Instagram has become Sky Mall. 
and 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 basically the the writer uh is is uh putting a finger on something that i didn't even realize i had noticed uh but i very much have noticed this uh that instagram ads in particular are are for increasingly uh, bizarre products that no one on earth could possibly have known that they needed. Uh, some examples are uh, Sky Float, uh, which is kind of like those, you know, those magnetic uh, mounts for your phone that you put in your car. Uh, only uh, instead of mounting something to your car dashboard, you're mounting a pole off of your ceiling so that you can view your tablet hands-free in front of your face on the couch. Um, a, a cushion lab chair seat, which is just a, like a topper for your old decaying chairs rather than you buying a, a new chair. Or things like the Dandy Labs intraoral dental scanning system, uh, which I I I don't this even is Scrapple. Un- I don't want to understand. Know. Yes, you you don't want to understand. But uh, a, a lot of those uh, kind of wacky Instagram products seem to be in the realm of uh, fitness stuff. Uh, I, I I can think of uh, many ads for something that is allegedly called the gorilla bow um which it, i don't know man every everything is either a fad diet or a fad workout basically at this point so I, is this part of the what it was it called the metaverse is this the metaverse i'm hearing about <laughs> the fact that we're talking about it probably <laughs> makes it the metaverse. Do, do I take my gorilla bow to the metaverse, or is that after the 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 part of the movie where where uh, Katniss wins? I don't I don't know. I think God, the only Hunger Instagram games? ad I get is for this absurdly overpriced Wi-Fi and Bluetooth enabled essentially Q-tip that has a bunch <laughs> of cameras in it, so you can. Yep. Like, pick out your earwax with, like, a ridiculous digital robot tool. It is the most absurd. Like, I, I watch the ads, and that's why I, that's the only ad I get, because it's the funniest thing. It's SkyMall. It's exactly what it is. It's yeah. hilarious. But, it like, you know, and it's also, like, a symptom of kind of talking about Bluetooth, Wi-Fi-enabled Q-tips. And it just, like, it's, you know, it's also a symptom of this larger trend of, like, we're shoehorning tech onto things that don't need tech like emily has Mm -hmm. a toothbrush that's connected to an app and maybe maybe it helps you brush better and 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 more efficiently but like i don't know i i don't think you're supposed to have to look at a you know a readout after you finish brushing your teeth but you can share it with people because I bet they have a feed in the oh, app. Christ, I know. I just wait. <laughs> if we did it to to paying your friends money and splitting bills, we can do it to brushing your teeth. Venmo, we see what we know. We know what you're up to. Cut this shit out. Make everything private by default. Stop it. And, and we're gonna link to all these products with with special <laughs> links that get make us money if anyone buys the Q, the Q tips with the Bluetooth, right? Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> 
so yeah, Instagram has become Sky Mall. It's on on Medium. Uh, hopefully, you haven't already read three articles on Medium this month because uh, if you have, this shit is paywalled. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll I'll throw a link to that in the in the show notes. But it's it's written by a guy who writes about tech stuff for uh, the New York Times Magazine and and Wired. So it's someone who I think at least generally knows what he's talking about uh, and and I'm sure that uh, because your your tech overlords are, are listening to you as you listen to us uh, <laughs> you will start to get weird Instagram ads too so sorry slash you're welcome uh, that is the end of the show you can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com or subscribe to the podcast feed on your app of choice if you do that please leave a rating review comment type of thing or just i don't know tell a friend about the show we'd love to share it with them as well we'll be back next week to talk about something else until then i'm sean i'm pierce i'm max i'm kevin take the gun leave the cannoli thanks for listening bye